greetings, welcomes and salutations to the Indian One for Seconds podcast. And yes, it's me, Matt, and with me is Dave. And guess what? Depending on when this releases, this is either a very timely coinciding episode because The Last of Us TV shows just started broadcasting, or this is six to nine months after it is finished <laughs> broadcasting. And this is our initial thoughts on it despite me having watched it at point of broadcast. I guess the only way we're going to find out which of the two it is would be when you look at the date on your uh, podcast platform of choice. Um, don't forget to leave a like, rating or review. We have just sat and watched The Last of Us episodes one and two. I had previously seen episode one and you were quite keen to watch episode two. I thought they were very, very good. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think so to elaborate in more detail I believe that this is potentially one of if not the best sort of video game adaptions we're likely have ever seen and hopefully this will pave the way for some better adaptions of things moving forwards when they go oh wait if you treat the thing seriously and give it HBO style money you can actually get a really good critically acclaimed show out of it, which will no doubt be nominated for awards as it progresses. Or you could totally just do Welcome to Raccoon City, and I'm sure that <laughs> and I'm sure that's fine. Uh, for those listening, we recorded this same day as the uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City episode, which may or may not have broadcast at this point in time as well. I think this is really well done. I think it's a really strict and close, faithful adaption, but it doesn't lose the video game essence. There are a couple of little tweaks that have occurred. First and foremost being spores. Ain't no spores here. Spores is not a thing. Yet. I, I I'm don't, waiting for it. I think they will do it eventually. I don't think spores will be a thing, and I reckon that's purely down to producer reasons of... We don't want the entire cast in gas masks the whole season, despite Pedro Pascal being famous for wearing a full, <laughs> full face helmet uh, yeah. in his role of the Mandalorian. So I don't. So I'm pretty sure that spores aren't a thing. Um, otherwise, we would have already seen them gas masked up. And the other sort of other change is that no spores but now we've got mouth tendril things which are fucking creepy so visually noodles for a tv show that's that works really well wouldn't have worked in the video game but we've now seen a full-blown clicker and it looks great and it moved around just like it does in the game making headshots really difficult <laughs> bit surprised that no one's been up and shipped them yet because I remember that being a mechanic in the games I enjoyed quite well, a lot craft a shift stab it in the neck victory well sometimes you have to you have to sacrifice the more video gamey things to make it a more compelling no 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure that Pedro Pascal should have stopped <laughs> looked in his rucksack just told everyone to wait and then like uh <laughs> Jimmy Rags. Jimmy Rag? That's not a word. Just Rags. Jerry Jerry Canned? Jerry Can, maybe. J- should jewelry rig together some weaponry and jury stuff. Rigged, yeah. yeah. That too. Um like there's going to be eight episodes this season is my understanding, and thus far the first two episodes were probably covered 
maybe the first hour, hour and a half of the yeah. video game to it is a proper strict adaption. So I'm now curious. By the end of this season, I don't think our characters are going to make it to their end destination. I don't think they're even going to make it to the end of the season. Spoilers, the game is set over a number of seasons, being spring, summer, yeah. autumn, winter. I don't know if these guys are, at the end of the season, are going to, at the end of the, the broadcast season, are actually going to have made it anywhere in particular. I kind of feel this is going to be a multi-season plan without culminating in what I think it will culminate in. What? Not without don't, without, don't getting, to, without getting too yeah, spoilery. Don't want to go into spoilers because think, we know what the game does, mm, but we don't know what the show will do. I and think, if anybody's picking this up to listen to it, having not watched yeah. the game or played the game, funny I enough, think, the person at work um, said to me, "Oh, I didn't realise it was based on the game." Yeah. And I went, "Oh, I think because I said Joel has a bad time." <laughs> oh, fucking hell yes yeah that's one way of putting it yeah, yeah. I think oh, without oh, getting too spoilery I think spoilers. if they're gonna do that and it's gonna get and they're gonna stop like halfway through the first game or whatever I think again I'm gonna try and keep it vague the giraffe is a good place to end season one if they do that no they won't end on a happy note I think well I don't know it's I, not I, even happy it's more of an optimistic note no I think in terms of set pieces we might get as far as the bus and car sequence where there's a whole trap yes yeah 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 yeah. yeah that yeah, may yeah, be yeah, yeah, sort yeah, yeah. of our se- okay. season finale slash um pessimistic end to the season I think that's where it may culminate it it depends how they're going to do it I don't know how but my my assumption is that is they're definitely going to try and flesh more stuff out because they have said as much in various bits of like uh, media and such like advertising the show because there was a whole thing online saying what what about Ellie's parents not Ellie's parents yeah not Ellie's parents and what happened to Sarah's mother well we never knew that in the video games no but what they're hinting at I think with the series is that they're going to go deeper into that and that kind of thing but I don't know how I feel about that it could be done really really well Uh, to be fair but I don't know I think they shouldn't no they well it depends I don't know if that's right or not but should we kind of give a general sort of overview of kind of the first two episodes then so in in terms of adaptation i think it's really really strong i think they've followed the game pretty close yeah there's a couple of bits again like you said that they have altered and they've amended i it's something that i didn't know i needed what, gonna, a good TV show. No, no, I I didn't think we needed a last of a show because nor did the I. Video, the video games are so cinematic anyway. Yeah, and I didn't know how I would feel about sitting down and not having knowing it's a video game IP and not having that interactivity with it. Do you know what I mean? Though, but then the story is strong enough anyway, and the emotional impact of it is still strong. Because I'm not going to lie, that first 15, 20 minutes of both the game and the TV series, 
got me. It got me again, and it and it will continue to do that every single time. I dare say, I'm just emotionally dead. <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting that they cast um, for for Joel's daughter. They cast someone who is. I'm going to describe her as mixed race. That may not necessarily be correct. That you'd look at her and go. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily assume that she's Joel's daughter. Now, for compare and contrast, when I originally played the video game, the game starts and you're you're Joel and you're playing Sarah in in the house as events unfold. And I genuinely thought that it was Sarah who you played a whole game with. Yeah, because so um, because they look so yeah. sort of similar. Um, Whereas in the show, they you don't get that at all. But then I think with the video game, that was more of a twist to go, wait, this character I've just bonded with yeah. for half hour. It's, yeah. it's subverting uh, your expectations of standard genre tropes. Yeah. Um, so to speak. Yeah. And, and fleshing, out, fleshing out that whole world as well, kind of pre, pre-infection day as well. I, I, I like... It's... They got it from the city. No, but yeah. when you get to the start of the second episode, you see that they've referenced stuff like from the first Ooh, episode even, and exploring I think, that. It, I think even how the first episode starts with John Bloody Hannah. <laughs> yes. Um, in yeah. the 1960s, basically going, I'm not worried about viruses. We can treat those. I'm not worried about... Um, diseases those can be treated fucking fungus though <laughs> if that shit get um, spreads about we're all fucked in that and I'm like that's quite a nice tone especially, setter especially if the world gets warmer uh, uh, which it totally did which is nice <laughs> with a bit of hindsight but also yeah, it's great it's... because it's John Bloody Hannah delivering <laughs> this like um, little three four minute interview sequence which yeah. is great um yeah, no. Uh, and so in terms of casting, obviously Pedro Pascal seems to be great. I think Bella Ramsey as Eddie is brilliant. Like, I don't know what your thoughts were, but as soon as you see her and she starts swearing and has the whole attitude of what Eddie did originally in the games initially yeah. till they sort of bonded, she's quite abrasive. I'm like, <gasps> quite abrasive. And I'm like, yeah, nailed that. That's pretty cool. Um, they also got back... Uh, Merle Danbridge to play Marlene who also did her voice and motion capture for the video game mm. which was quite interesting and I also quite liked the portrayal of Tess yeah um, I think they nailed they've, they've cast they've really nailed the casting on this again when it was kind of announced I was kind of like Pedro Pascal I was like oh, I can kind of see it yeah, but that's because you need someone to protect a child and no, it's like but... it's like like Ellie's, Grogu is Grogu. She's she, <laughs> she's Grogu. No, it's just it, it's just really good casting, and he's a really good actor. Who again? I wasn't aware. It's odd. I don't know how he come into acting. I'm not. I've not been aware of him since. I only become aware of him in like the Mandalorian. I don't think I'd ever really encountered him before that. Is he not in Game of Thrones? Well, I'm okay, right I, I, yeah, he was in Game of Thrones as someone who has their head crushed by the mountain, quite literally grabs them, 
he he fights him um and the mountain just grabs his head and crushes it between his hands mm. um uh, somebody martel i think but other than that little performance i'm like can't say i've ever really encountered him in anything else before and then he's he's done the mandalorian knocked out the park now he's doing this and he's knocking out the park i'm like arguably his performance in um the Nick Cage film starring oh, Nick Cage is also quite good as well. Yeah. Um, but obviously he was doing that one for a paycheck. <laughs> uh, Even, yeah, I, I, with with the casting of Ellie as well, I'd, I'd read online that they specifically told Bella Ramsey, don't play the games, don't look at anything online. So it's a fresh interpretation. But with that, it's it's her from the games. It's yeah. the, it's so spot on, and that is kind of a credit to like the writing on the show. Because I know, I know Neil Druckmann's quite involved. Who mm. was obviously, uh, I think he was game director, yep, or executive producer on the video games. Yeah, because it's pretty much his baby, wasn't it? Yep. And obviously having his influence on the show as well, obviously kind of guiding that. I think guiding the writing process. Just absolutely now. Just like even, you said, even as as little comes, mo- yeah, yeah, just even little yeah. moments when you initially count to see t- her, her count reaction. To ten. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. well, there was even moments where, like, um, where, where Joel and. Um, Test taker and they're like waiting in this room slamming the door in her face she's like what the fuck just automatically <laughs> yeah. they're like there's just a nice yeah. little moment which is yeah, that, had so me, that had me thinking of um, yeah. yeah not to mention her obsession with a little pen knife and wanting a gun <laughs> yeah, I have it's a, fair yeah I have I a free hand, hand. Like, yeah, yeah I'm a free hand yeah, yeah good for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and again like it was really good even as we move into the second episode um they're in Boston trying to make it out of the the, the city oh the they, set is absolutely gorgeous all like of the designer stuff it's absolutely gorgeous evoking kind of the imagery from the from the game it's, well, it's beautiful look, like the two buildings the, the the museum piece I I remember going through that museum in in, in the game it was quite cool and I'm, I'm like I'm just impressed nowadays what they can do with proper use of cg to go mm. well i know a lot of the stuff in the foreground is going to be real but all the backdrops must be yeah, computer it's generated but it's 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 um really amazing quite vivid and detailed um just very impressive and again if you do an adaption and do it right and throwing money at it hbo style you get a good product out if you have sony produce and direct it then you get a pile <laughs> of shit um so yeah, like we won't we won't go on for too much longer. This is sort of a uh, a quick piece just to, to chip in as such. Um, I'm thinking it's really 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 good. Like, so would you agree? Would so another thing I've seen as well is that the first episode has the same IMDb rating as the 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 wedding episode from. Game of Thrones as well, okay. which is supposedly one of the best episodes. Because there's a lot of murder in that. Yeah, it's got the same rating as that. Do you think that's kind of kind of equal footing? All right, they're completely two different they're, they're, pieces, they're, they're but not, do you think they're these... not comparable? Mm. They're they're not comparable because they're two two different things. I think just as a as a we'll use some we'll use some generic terms here as a gritty grounded 
dark, realistic, Jesus Christ. post-apocalyptic thing. 50p in a jar, please. Come on. Like, <laughs> this, this is pretty good, but I don't know what more... Like, in terms of media to, to adapt... Or, or things of this nature you're talking post-apocalyptic zombies or uh, dystopian futures yeah this is comparable to a lot of films um in terms of story and money and effort and and stuff put in like you can tell yeah. that hbo clearly brought into the concept and were prepared to give it hbo money to go no we'll do this and we'll do it justice and i'm glad yeah that whoever owns the rights to all of this didn't just shop it around and take the first well, offer it didn't end up at like um fox or or some other channel that turns up shit well the fact that they tried to do like film adaptations in like not long after it originally came out and they fell through that's a relief it kind of yeah it's kind of relieving in a way and I think I think TV is probably the perfect medium for it because they can really explore. Because these game the games aren't short anyway. The second game's like 20, 30 hours or something like that. Just the story alone before you even dive into collectibles, hidden objectives, and and that kind of thing. Yeah. But with a TV show, at least you can really flesh out that world. You can really dive into the character psyche, which is arguably where The Last of Us. Yeah, it's, 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 it's its strongest uh, moments are, are its character pieces. Yeah. The gameplay and everything else is... It's a post-apocalyptic world with lots of damaged people, all yeah. with very damaged pasts, living in a society where there is danger around every corner from not only the monsters, but the people as well, if yeah. we want to go Walking Dead comparisons. I was literally about to say, yeah, it's so, like... I think that's going to be the closest comparison in in, in with terms of TV as well. Is yeah. it's, it's definitely taking cues from The Walking Dead, I think, for this series as well, yeah. because of the way they've done it. And yeah, the the humans aren't the, are the monsters, whereas the monsters aren't the monsters. Well, that's the know? thing I am that's, most looking forward to in this show is when they start to encounter some humans that are less than cooperative. Yeah. That's yeah. when this will really open up and make yeah. you go, oh, man, Joel's having a bad time. <laughs> Joel is having such a bad time. Especially when... So consistently yeah. a bad time. Yeah, especially if they get around to adapting the second game. Uh, uh, I, oh. hell, I think even his time in the first game is... is, is it's a bad time. It's just, <laughs> just a bad time, isn't it? Just in general... Uh, a bad time just such a bad time which is going to be <laughs> great to watch oh yeah it's going to make uh, for very very entertaining TV for sure yeah so I can't wait it's weekly releases um, so I can't wait for this all to to wrap up because like I said if this had just dropped in one hit this would have been like Stranger Five Things Angels, for yeah. me I would have just sat and watched it in one sitting I wouldn't have either waited for them all to go on week by week and I that's what I would do to be fair it's what I do with most things now especially the Disney Plus stuff I wait for it all to go on and then I just sit there just one weekend just that's it just yeah so like I say this, this weekly wait is, is almost old fashioned for broadcast TV yeah, uh, for me, and I find it unbearable. But, <laughs> but at least I don't have adverts. So true, true. I'm going to be very, very intrigued to see where they go next with it. Although we have the basic outline of what happens in the video games, 
Are they going to extend some stuff? Are they going to dive back and flesh out some more things? Are they going to, you know, are we going to get all new segments with all new characters and things? Who knows? Um, are we going to um, see him craft a nail bomb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I will admit, we did sit there and he took his backpack off. Like nail bomb, and nail they're like, bomb, right, nail bomb, nail he's going to get his crafting out now, and he's yeah. going to craft all sorts. Yeah. He's going to craft a torch, and he's going to craft a shiv. Although yeah. he didn't craft a shiv, but this this time yet, there's still another seven episodes at the time of recording. Yeah, and he's still relatively fresh. He's not quite gone down into what I'm going to call my murder playthrough, where <laughs> everything must die. He's been quite, quite selective and thought yeah. through. But I think give him time and he'll just get... As he bonds more with Ellie, his murder will increase. When when the adoptive dad thing kicks in properly... Yeah. It's going to... That was the other thing as well I loved. Um, there's a couple of moments throughout the show where they make reference to the watch. Yeah. And that fucking kills me every single time I see that watch. Just like the first time Ellie meets him in the show, she goes, oh, by the way, your watch is broken. And he just sort of looks at it. Yeah, like, and then there's a moment on the roof towards the end of the second episode they all start climbing down and he just quickly flicks at his watch Yeah, it's so subtle and it just kind of builds on that character so much because you're like you're just going to have a bad time Joel yeah like he as he said it in the first episode should have stayed home yes yes you should have <laughs> um, but no um this is great very promising can't wait to see where it goes hopefully it doesn't shit the bed um, I can't see it shit in the bed uh, no not with not with the creative talent of HBO of, money HBO money and having you, Neil Druckmann you say well. that but like the final couple of seasons of Game of Thrones really shit the bed so well that's because they had they run out of source material the, the, yeah Again with this, I just hope that there isn't a quality drop. If it goes, if it stretches to multi seasons, depending on what their plan is, I hope we don't get a Walking Dead season two scenario here where it's just abysmal. Oh, the bit where I tune out and stop watching. Yeah, but, uh, ditto. Yeah, um, no fair. But no, uh, in terms of adaptions, probably one of the best video game adaptions so far, and hopefully that'll inspire more video game adaptions that are good. Well, we'll see with this God of War one, whatever they do with it. Are they doing a God of War one? Yeah, I believe Have they Amazon. Cast any? Oh, I believe no, Amazon are doing oh, it. No. <laughs> oh, no, they haven't cast no. anyone yet. I mean, to be fair, they no. are doing a Gran Turismo movie. Oh, no. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, I but don't want a God of War movie because they'll firstly they'll 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 cast Chris Pratt. They'll go they'll go wokey dokey with it, which I don't have an objection to in some regards but this is a guy renowned for in the first game pressing X to murder and murdering his way through hundreds of creatures and demons and things and boffing women he, yeah pressing in circle and square at the right time to, to boff women as you so succinctly put it <laughs> let alone what he does to the other human characters who I think one of them he just throws into a demon deliberately someone when he's on his way down to hell he just kicks him off down the guy from the boat oh you won't remember there's a guy on a Vaguely, boat being yeah. attacked by a hydra and you kill him by throwing him to the hydra who's then climbing out of Hades uh, hell uh, when you end up there because you know where else would Kratos end up 
and you end up just kicking him down into hell again as he's climbing out. Um, of course you do. But you were, you were trying to make a point. Uh, yeah, I was trying to make a point that they, they'll sanitise it. We wouldn't get a true God of War of, of a true Rampage, but I guess I'd want to adapt the newer games where it's an older, more chilled out Kratos, and I say that in yeah. terms of he's not quite as energetic with his murdering as he what he was in his younger days, but I'm like, they'll, they'll, they'll just go woke with it and make it weak and you'll just be disappointed when he's not murdering all these people because you'll you'll have i don't, I don't I, think i think that they'd end up really that do something along the lines of going oh no we can't have kratos do murdering or he can't murder all these people or he can't do this or he can't do that and you'll be like to, to quote himself fucking god of war on the fucking god of war and it, I, so don't think, like, I, I don't I, think necessarily woke is the word you're looking for I think it's kind of more intervention from money they, people they, I don't they, think they will sanitise him to make him friendly they will, they will sanitise it 100% but it won't yeah woke's not what I mean I mean that they'll look at it and go this violent mass murdering lunatic Nah, the, no, we can't have that. He needs to be. He needs to be a friendly, happy-go-lucky guy, um, who who who's just in the wrong place at the wrong time, who totally didn't. Yeah, someone who. Rob Schneider is the god of war. Ready, PG thirteen. It will be like, oh no, he didn't murder his wife and child and walk around with the ashes burnt onto his body as punishment and a constant reminder. Oh no, he didn't lead all of Sparta in holy wars across the planet, crusading and murdering. No, 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 no. It's just a down on his luck guy. Uh, like they'll they'll totally just miss the point and it'll be and they won't probably as well for something like that needs to be epic and large in scale they'll probably do it on a budget as well they won't give it HBO money they'll they'll go with Amazon so yeah well look at look at the newest Lord of the Rings Golden Goblet or whatever the fuck it was called where you're like oh oh you, you look at what they did with like the movies and then you look at TV show and you go that TV show looks so fucking cheap <laughs> like and that's Amazon and it's Amazon that's like Bezos money and it's like why does this look so fucking cheap yeah. and that would be my concern of saying set in that time era it looked cheap because Game of Thrones looks brilliant yeah an equivalent show um, is was it The Wheel of Time The Wheel of whatever on Amazon as well looks re- another book yeah, adaption yeah again so it's got a similar sort of setting looks cheap as shit looks looks yeah and when you, you compare do, do you remember with... when you watch Xenia on TV um and, not I mean not personally but yes or, or Hercules on TV you can go this is a TV show this is like that's clearly like something that the, a bit of clothing they brought from like JJB Sports or <laughs> something the, clearly this is just reused props that sword's made out of like rubber plastic or saying it looks cheap like you don't want rubber boulders I don't want the Blades of Chaos to look cheap yeah no I, I totally I, I get I don't want it I, to look like I don't want it to look like Wolverine Origins I want it to look like Wolverine Logan yeah no I, I totally get that I mean well you would think they would learn from 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 kind of because it will be a PlayStation Studios 
production. Yeah, hopefully, you think they would have learned from maybe Uncharted? Because that film is just, just... But again, it made money because of Tom Holland. If they hadn't cast it's Tom Holland... It's a Transformer! Hol- if they hadn't have cast Tom Holland... It's a Transformer! That wouldn't have made anywhere near as much money as it did. It's a piece of treasure. Yeah. It, it, I'm literally in a Papa John's right now. Yeah, like... If I hadn't... Like I said, if I hadn't got Tom Holland <laughs> off the back of most Spider-Man. recent Spider-Man yeah. films... Like, if they were to release it now, you're like, well, we haven't seen Tom Holland for a while. I don't think it would have performed as well. But if I hadn't managed to get him in to play it, uh, to play Nathan Drake, that would not have made the money it had. It it could have caused literally anyone else. It would not have made the money it it did. Well, I'm going to leave you with an ending question now. Okay. What I want to know is, when are we going to get a live action a live action adaptation of PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale? That's um, what I want to know. When are we all crossing over all of the streams? Because we're getting a God of War TV show. You could put Sonic in it if you want. I know he's not PlayStation. Well, you, you can't do, you could do anything, can you? Well, you could do a Parappa the Rapper show and Sly Raccoon turn it into an animated no, movie and so Ratchet and Clank have already got a movie so they could cross over from to, their movie to be honest I, <laughs> I think in terms of video games adaptions it needs to either be in terms of more adult focused ones it needs to be something with a good story for adaption it doesn't have to be post-apocalyptic it just needs a good story for adaption like, I'm surprised I know Metal Gear Solid is a really difficult one to do but the plot of the first game could be boiled down into a really great film. Or conversely, if they want to do an adaption, it'd be children's market marketed. So Ratchet and Clank is marketed at children. They could do a... Uh, a sequel. A Katamari sort of thing. Oh, shit. I would watch the hell out of a Katamari you, you, movie. You know what I mean? It's like going you're going two ways, aren't you? Either you're doing a... Adaption for children, like say Sonic the Hedgehog or something, where actually it doesn't matter if it's complete dreck because it just sells, or you're going to adapt something that's targeted a more mature audience and you're going to adapt something with a really great story to do it justice. It's one of the two. You pick a lane. You don't. You don't do adapt a really great story for a children's show. So why? So this would be my thing. Why haven't they done? A resistance fall of man. I have yeah. no idea why, why they haven't done, they done anything with it because that that would work as a film. That would work as a film. So people who don't know, Resistance Fall of Man was predominantly a PS3 title, right? Yep. It was launched um, on PS3. It was a launch. Resistance Fall of Man was a launch title on the PS3, created by Insomniac. Yep. I want to say famous for uh, first person shooter game. Spy over dragon. Yeah, first person shooter game is basically you're in. Is it World War? Is it a what if? Scenario World War Two. Yeah, what if scenario World War Two? It wasn't so much what if the Germans invaded. Yeah, what if the aliens invaded? What if the, the aliens same time? invaded? Yeah, <laughs> at the same time. So, I think they could do that. Could be a good TV, especially if they did that like Band of Brothers, because Band of Brothers is still one yeah, of the best again, bits of TV. HBO, if you're listening, <laughs> and I know you are. HBO did fucking Band of Brothers. Do fucking Resistance. Yeah, basic, basic. <laughs> someone needs to do Resistance Fall of Man it's a great concept either as a little TV show or as a movie but it needs the appropriate budget and care I think with that we should just say The Last of Us TV show is fucking great Um, we heartily recommend it 
and you should definitely all get on it, regardless of whether you're playing the game or not. And I think that'll do, right? Yeah, I think I think that's sufficient. So it's only a short little immediate thoughts and and me getting concerned about Kratos. <laughs> uh, another gate game they could adapt into a film would be the Horizon games. I'll take your word for it. I've never played them. Really story-driven games. You could boil them down into a good few films. On TV on show? No, nah, not so much a TV show. I think a film for that. A bit more cinematic in nature. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, now I remember the outro. So, it's... Um, hello and welcome to the Anyone for Seconds no, podcast. That's the intro. That's the intro. Now, how do the outros go? It's, um, you say you thank the listener. Thank you, listener. Where can you get us on Twitter, Matt? Can, can you get us on Twitter? You can if it's still a thing. Yes. Uh, anyone for seconds? It's at anyone podcast. Bollocks. What's the other social media on? Come on, so, we're testing so you now. Th- there's an email address at anyone for seconds at gmail dot com. Very good. Right. No, What's no, the other social media? Come on. No, no one ever emails it. There's a twitch TV. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a smacked book Facebook. There's a there's a Facebook. You just search and you will find us probably. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You're nearly uh, there. Come on. Come uh, on. What do you do with your po- favorite podcasts? Uh, come on. What do you do with them? I asked them earlier to like, rate, and subscribe. Well, ask them again. Or you do a like, do a rate, do a subscribe. Specifically to this podcast. Yes, come on. On yeah. all of your favourite podcast platforms, because... Yeah, just do it... Well, you do it on all the platforms, or one of the platforms, don't really matter as long as you fucking do it. Something, <laughs> something to do with growing um, and, and reaching more people, despite me just, like, nailing this outro. <laughs> this is because I don't have my script in front of me. Ah, uh, take excuses. I've got it memorised. Come on. Yeah, well, that's why I read it off a script, so I don't have to remember it. <laughs> We'll leave people with a clip, I guess. Probably the theme Jesus tune. Joel! No, I was going to say the theme tune, but if it must be fucking Jesus Joel, you can find me it and send me it. Yeah, we'll just have a montage of, of Ellie being Ellie. All right, fine, we'll do that then. Yeah, some, right. of, some of Ellie's knock-knock jokes. Even better. There we go. Yeah, okay, perfect. Go. Right, perfect. sure you don't want to do the outro again? <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, I plan to put minimal editing into this, so this is perfect. Oh, that's fine then. Fucking press. Especially if it's going to go out, like, on time, it's minimal edits. I'll just press stop and save then. Bye, everybody. Okay, it's time to lighten the mood. I tried to catch some fog earlier. I missed. <laughs> Do you know what's not right? Left? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What does a pirate say while eating sushi? I don't know what. Ahoy! Pass me some soy. I don't get it. People are making apocalypse jokes like there's no tomorrow. Too soon. That's it. That's all I got. You're gonna press stop then. Oh, do I have to? Oh, but it's all the way over there. Oh, oh, what? What? Right. Say bye again, you prick. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, I'm going. Bye. This is a shambles. <laughs>